Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. You are now locked in to the Jeezy Chop Shop. Yo, what is up, everybody? Project Atachi here. It is season three of the GZ Chop Shop. Guys, we have been on a month-long break. A lot of stuff was happening, but we are back. It is the season premiere. It is our one-year anniversary. That is right, guys. It's been one year since this show started and because of you guys we've been going strong so thank you so much for tuning in every week checking us out we love you guys so without further ado let's get to the whole reason you guys are here welcome back everybody also we have our special co-host the one the only warners is joining us this week for this episode what is up buddy how are you Atachi, first of all, thank you very much for uh, having me. This is really exciting, and I'm Absolutely. glad to be part of it. Um, I'm doing really good. It's got off work this morning, got a little rest, and here I am, still extremely uh, exhausted. So um, <laughs> I'm ready to get this kicked off, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those of you guys who don't know, Warners is a fellow streamer uh, on, on Twitch. Um, we actually serve together in in the navy so we do have a history together we've been good friends for for a very long time so it is definitely my pleasure to bring on another friend and a fellow vet onto the show um and i'm excited i'm excited because a lot of stuff has happened (laughs) within what this whole couple a lot of shit's been going down (laughs) a lot of shit's been going down it's a dramatic year yeah, it's it's been it's been a busy year, and that and that definitely includes uh, the the whole streaming part of things. So that's what we're going to focus on today. Uh, we're going to talk about, and, and I want to kick things off first because if, if you guys don't know, which you probably know by now, Mixer is done. Mixer is, I think this this is their last month if they're even still up and running. I don't even know. I haven't even looked. After Mixer decided to pull the plug, it definitely sent a ripple of effect of things in the streaming community as a whole and definitely the one thing i want to talk about and i'm gonna in my own conspiracy theory i want to break down how i feel everything in its own weird way is connected and that's talking about the permanent twitch ban of dr disrespect now i love a conspiracy theory oh this is this is this is this is going to be a juicy one. This is definitely going to be a juicy conspiracy theory. Now, for those of you guys who haven't heard, I think, but it's been almost a month now, right? Since it's uh, been about, about three and a half so, weeks, I think. 
yeah, it's been about three, so it's three and a half weeks. Dr. Disrespect got permanent ban on Twitch. Now, anybody who's been followed, who follows Twitch news, follows the trends that they have, we all know that Twitch is no stranger to banning people. And then it's the media as a whole is no stranger to explaining what goes on, why this person was banned, what they did. And we're talking, you know, whether the person is being charged for uh, a sexual assault case, whether they decided to toss a cat over their head, uh, whether they decided to make racist remarks. It's never been a guessing game on why a person has been banned on Twitch. So that makes this whole incident with Dr. Disrespect very unique because a month later, it's been crickets. Great <laughs> the most silent ever. Crickets. It, yeah, nobody knows. Right now, it's all speculations. This is really mind-boggling, not just to me or you, but to everyone, because he's been banned before. And, mm-hmm. and so have other streamers, but he's known specifically for being banned and coming back within this time frame as if nothing happened and mm-hmm. just say whether or not he sometimes he'll say oh yeah this happened or whatever or he'll come in and and not say a thing and i don't know what conspiracy theories you've read i'm sure they're the same as me because i don't think there's a ton out there mm-hmm. but a few that are there are pretty pretty in your face and they're so yeah. interesting to read and one of them that caught my attention was he supposedly got caught trying to go behind Twitch's back and start his own streaming service with Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. I, I did hear that one. I did hear that one. Like, wow. Like, <laughs> real? Yeah. Yeah. And that to feel so bad. Yeah. And the thing is, if he was doing something like that, and what makes it seem so much fishier is the fact that. He's been not only has Twitch been quiet, but everybody who's normally normally giving this kind of information out has been unusually quiet about it. Um, There's literally been people who've come out and said, well, you know, I know I think it's I think it's Slasher is there is the name of the guy Um, literally came out and was like, I know the reason, but I'm not comfortable talking about it because it's sensitive topics. And I'm sitting here thinking, what could be more sensitive than uh, probably, I don't know, a sexual assault case that makes highlights. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he didn't kill anybody because there's no way you're burying that. So, right. did he cheat on his wife again? Well, she said she's still standing by him, so it can't be anything of that level. So, what could this man have done that's so bad that it's so sensitive that nobody wants to talk about it? Dr. Disrespect himself is being quiet, which actually I found out. I looked up an article right before we did this podcast. He has changed the link on his Twitter from his Twitch to YouTube. Yes, I wanted to bring that up, too. I'm glad that you saw that. Yeah, I, I was like, OK, is he slowly coming back? Well, <laughs> what's what's going on here? I'm I'm wanting to lay down a wager not necessarily that he's moving to YouTube because there's been um, some feedback I don't I don't think I saw feedback from YouTube specifically but from other people who are claiming that he is not going to be affiliated with YouTube but I, I would make a wager that uh, be, because of what you're saying that um, 
the legalities of those other issues like sexual assault or uh you know just breaking any kind of, of law in general that 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 would have made headline that would have done something because he's very famous oh yeah that would have been yeah, swept exactly. the he breached the contract i think he did something to upset twitch and he is yes. trying to keep his mouth closed for legal reasons so that he exactly. can more likely be able to move forward and do what it is he has been planning to do because he's yeah always verbal with twitch he's never one he'll use twitch and online streaming with twitch make like verbally talk about how he's really really irritated with the ridiculousness of twitch and their rules like he'll he'll just say Mm -hmm. right there on the street he doesn't care yeah exactly exactly it's amazing how long twitch has just i don't want to say maybe put up with it maybe they have maybe because of what he brings to the table and the amount of money he brings to them maybe they just put up with it until they had something on them that was worth trying to shut them down and, and you that's know it's funny that you bring that up because that actually makes me think of a different scenario altogether where maybe twitch had been trying to figure out how to get him off of their platform with little damage to themselves because you bring up a valid right. point he has never hesitated to call out streamers twitch anyone on what he deems being you know bullshit so Mm -hmm. he's become famous for it but i mean you can't say you're surprised the man's name is dr disrespect that's my point literally that's literally his motto like come on so if twitch wanted to get rid of him their hands were tied for several reasons if they got rid of him when he had a place he could follow up and go it would have been more detrimental to Twitch than to him because at the time the pool of streaming platforms was still very vast and wherever he would have gone, he probably would have brought fame with him because you have to think, you know, you still have uh, even small time ones like player.me, you have Mixer, you have Twitch, you got YouTube, uh, you got Facebook gaming. There was plenty of places that would have eagerly grabbed up someone like Dr. Disrespect if Twitch was like, okay, you know, we can't have this. You got to go. So I think Twitch was being passive until they could think of a way to get rid of of him. And I also think from a business perspective, another reason, because I'm just going to say this right now, I 110% believe everyone, including Slasher, was hit with an NDA and maybe mm-hmm. a little extra f- couple dollars in their pocket. Say this, say no more. That's the end of it. Because when Mixer shut down, and a lot of people have been saying this, the timing, they may not be connected, but the timing was just too perfect. Mm-hmm. Mixer gets the can. They Microsoft says, you know what? We're done. They don't want to admit the real reason they're done, but if you've done your research, you know the real reason Mixer is done. Uh, they're shut down. They're like, hey, we're going to absorb ourselves into Facebook gaming and become this new thing. And even though Facebook gaming is on the rise, a lot of people don't feel comfortable with it because they are not able to remain as anonymous as you are on the other streaming platforms such as YouTube and Twitch. So a lot of people aren't too comfortable with that. Um, so once again, Twitch has outlasted a competitor and you, and Twitch took the Mixer threat very serious because they started changing their whole platform it was microsoft to, to it appeal. wasn't a small company coming after them it was microsoft yeah it was microsoft so twitch took it seriously because then they added the whole channel point system and the hype train they started adding all this stuff 
Like, hang and on. it's like, yeah, we were thinking about doing this forever. It's like, yeah, okay, you've been around how long and you're just now thinking about doing this? Yeah, okay. Right. Um, but with the collapse of a platform like Mixer, I think Twitch needed to... They needed an opening, and this was the perfect opening. Because then you gave him... Not only did Twitch drop him, but his sponsors dropped him as well. So with a company as powerful as Amazon, they could write the fattest checks to whoever they want. Mm-hmm. And I also think because the rumors, because when Mixer collapsed, Brime started to surface and all the controversy and conversations that came with that. And nothing would upset Twitch more than another streaming platform from the ashes of Mixer rises a new threat. And if Brime comes to these gamers or these partners on Twitch that are not happy with the direction Twitch is taking, you know, because you've got to think Twitch was built by gamers. It was a platform for gamers. And now it's trying to, in its own way, become YouTube, which for the gamers, a lot of them aren't comfortable because now they're just feeling like the effort that they had to put in meant nothing when you can get streamers so-and-so that comes over, you know, and does a little to no effort and blows up in popularity. It's like, so Twitch is just opening up to, to everybody. Cool. It's also an insult to the creative streamers who, you know, they're crafting and they're building and they're doing all these things. And then once again, those same streamers come along, a little bit of mental effort, boom, popularity. And we all know Twitch does not stick with its TOS to save lives uh, at all. So <laughs> Twitch and their bullshit. Uh, exactly. And I think a lot of these partners were ready to, to bail out. And mm-hmm. the best scare tactic Twitch could do to keep their partners in line is to Go show the that dog. they're willing to ban. Yeah, they they'll take down a big dog, and then that means yeah. everyone else who's got that purple check mark that knows they're nowhere near that level of popularity is scared. And that is a feeling. And I was reading articles. That's a feeling that a, a lot of people have. The problem with Twitch not saying what he did wrong is now the streamers don't know what they're doing wrong but i think that's what twitch wants if it's, you don't it's like know significant other and they give you the silent t- treatment that exactly. <laughs> that's what's going on exactly exactly now, they took dr disrespect down to dr passive exactly dr. so <laughs> and 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 because you'll never know we, we will never know the truth with all this time, whatever story comes out, I'm going to tell you right now, my personal belief, whatever story comes out about what he did is total, utter bullshit. They're trying to, if it doesn't die down within the next month, they'll come up with some bullshit story. They'll give it to everyone to keep, to, you know, keep everyone passive. And then that'll be it. But the truth of the matter, we'll never know. And with so much time, NDAs were handed out. Checks were written. Um... And this will keep all the partners on edge and it will keep them from thinking about jumping ship to another competitor. That is what I think. I think that's what got him canned. I think he was in talks and Twitch caught wind of it. Mm -hmm. And they, they knew that if they were going to strike, this was the time to strike. And this will keep people from bailing. I, I completely agree. And who better, who better on this planet to challenge Twitch then the guy who in his early 20s, early to late 20s, wasn't just learning about streaming, but was developing these platforms when they were first mm-hmm. on the rise, developing 
the early Call of Duty games. Like he he was there when all of the stuff was being created, and he was part of that creation in his own in his own right. Mm-hmm. And so he has an insight that other streamers just do not have. He has a talent and a skill tree that these other streamers do not have. So who better to challenge Twitch than Dr. Disrespect, who all he needs is the right financial backing. And I feel he can do with his knowledge to Twitch what even Microsoft could not or did not have the skills to do because they didn't have someone like Dr. Disrespect in his background. Yeah. Exactly. And and just to prove, because I know a lot of people are thinking, well, you know, it's probably business, business is business. I just want to point out Ninja and Shroud were offered a shit ton of money, double what Microsoft gave them to hop I read over. That. And they said and they no. they turned it down. They said That's- no. They turned it down. That Why? speaks volumes. That does. That- does that say that they're not... They're not. Uh, does that say they're skeptical and they're not confident in what Facebook has to offer because of what happened to Mixer? Or does it say, like some of these theories might suggest, that they're already onto something else and they don't want to talk about it either? I'm thinking they're probably already onto something else and they don't want to talk about it either. Because even when Ninja made the jab about going to Brime and his wife in the background flipped out about it. <laughs> if you look at his face, you could tell he was kidding. You can tell he was kidding. But at the same time, it's like the saying goes, there's always a little bit of truth behind every joke. There's always That's a little no bit truth. of truth. And I'm going to say, and, and you've done it too. I've gone down the rabbit hole that is Brime. In fact, I am in their Discord, and I have been reading their suggestions. I have been looking at their community, and I've been watching, I guess you could say, their admin and their engineers when they're in their little video chat, and I guess they're building up. And a lot of people have been giving them shit because they don't have a functioning website yet, and they don't have this and this. And you know what I say to that? I say, okay, they don't have a functioning website. They don't have all the stuff to slap and brag. That's good. And, and I say that's good for several reasons. That means they're not trying to rush a broken product out the door. Yep, absolutely. That means they're listening. They're listening to their potential viewer and streamer base, and they're trying to correct errors before they happen. Is it going to be perfect at launch? Absolutely not. There's going to be bugs. There's going to be problems. They know this. But they also know shoving product out the door Especially with the shade they've thrown at Twitch and not (laughs) (laughs) delivering on some of those things will burn them before they even take off on the ground off the ground. They know this. So with everyone who's been trying to like, you know, badmouth it, I'm like, you know what? I this is my prediction for Brime. If Brime sees it through and they do become that streaming platform that gamers want, because right now, let's be honest, gamers are homeless. Your average streamer, your average gaming streamer is homeless. Twitch is kind of like an apartment rental right now. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good metaphor. You're, That's the best metaphor. You're temporarily renting uh. the space until Twitch decides we're done. Because look at Discord. Discord has gone dag near, near corporate. It's not for gamers anymore. It's for everybody. They're like, hey, <laughs> thank you gamers for making us what we were, but we're going public now. Yay! <laughs> and and all these streaming platforms are pretty much about big social media crowds. So gaming right. has made several of them famous. YouTube. 
the big pull of YouTube back in what I want to say the mid early 2000s was gaming. A lot mm-hmm. of YouTubers made their name off of gaming. And then YouTube was like, that's cool. Well, we want to bring in everything. We want to do YouTube originals. We want to do web-based shows. We want to, we want this. And then they put the gaming in its own category. YouTube gaming that nobody uses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like nobody really uses it. And they let the big YouTubers who already established that still bring the money. Yeah. You know, they can still post their gaming videos and everything, but then they made YouTube gaming and it was like the redheaded stepchild. Right, Twitch it, it's not is kind of what doing Twitch that. is now, where Twitch is the go-to, or where you go when you have nowhere else to go. That's not what YouTube mm-hmm. is. YouTube successfully did what Twitch, I feel, is kind of trying to do, but not doing mm-hmm. well. With they're with not doing well because exactly, and they're not really with YouTube. There is a chance of discoverability. And we, I've, you know, I've talked about this in past shows with the guys. We, we, YouTube has an algorithm that you could find a niche channel if you know what you're looking for. There's a chance of discoverability on YouTube that does not exist on Twitch, and I don't think it's because they can't create it. It's because they don't want to create it. They've got mm-hmm. the people they want to promote. They've got the people that are making the money, and they want to keep it that way as long as possible. Because if they add a discoverability to their platform that's more money out their pockets because that's more people right. that can make partner youtube works smart not hard that that's the thing exactly exactly and twitch and, is on bus on, on working smart yeah, tr- twitch is <laughs> i think twitch is stressing right now twitch is I, stressing there's some there's some sweat there's sweating there's some serious sweat going on and the whole Dr. Disrespect thing just solidifies <clears throat> in my head the the level of sweat factor. They're freaking out. They're afraid because they went from being the big fish. They open one they open their doors to all different types of content. The thing is they open their doors too wide. Like once I started seeing like, and this was like from last year, once poolside streaming became a thing, I was like, oh, Twitch, you done goofed. <laughs> you done goofed. This, this is going to open up so many doors and you can't be picky now. And all these streamers are finding, they found loopholes and, and, and it just got out of control that Twitch had to adjust their TOS because as far as they're concerned, crap, they're bringing in money. We don't want to mm-hmm. just lose that money. Right. And it just, it just made a mess. And they, they, but then revenue policies, they've updated their policies this past week too. Yeah. Uh, it, and it's, it's and on certain things. They're coming down hard on certain things. Then you've got the DCMA takedowns and half the streamers, um, mm-hmm. don't use like, royalty-free music everybody kind of vibes to artists they know me personally i never play music on my stream and the music that they do here the reason my stuff doesn't get taken down is because i pay for the rights to use that music so if twitch ever hit me i could be like uh excuse me no i pay for the rights to use this music so you put my channel back up (laughs) and a lot of streamers and this is this is kind of like a little bit of a side topic but uh and something we could go into another podcast. And I just want to say for anyone who wants to think about streaming, this is something you've got to consider. A lot of streamers get in front of the camera with the thought of, I will sit here and I will make money without spending money. 
if you want to avoid stuff like DCMA takedowns and 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 all that other stuff, you're gonna have to spend just a little bit of money because that's what these artists are getting frustrated over is people are playing their music, their streams are getting popular, and these people are making money technically off of a creation they they didn't have anything to do with. And you can go from popularity overnight to banned so quickly to, to ban doc, and doc, they're, they're getting more serious obviously about it because they're purging they're they're purging their whole they're, system they're yeah yeah twitch twitch is on a purge right now and they're trying to scare their partners they're trying to scare their partners they're trying to scare their affiliates straight by showing hey we will take down any big dog we don't care and i, I think they're just trying to avoid another ninja shroud king goliathan thing right now i think so too and i think there's one question that we're all asking here one major question that has we're all thinking but we haven't out loud asked it who in the hell named this service brime <laughs> do they have a job still <laughs> you know same there's any name would have done so, and been better okay so i was in their server and i was and people were asking about like the name and that they had stuck with it because it, it you know people took to it and i was like who who took to that because people are calling them out for not having a business name they're just being watch prime right now so i'm here's my thing i think if i i want to say they're probably so focused on building their algorithm building because this is going to take years they've got to build right. an algorithm <clears throat> they've got to build the platform they probably have to do this with very little to no outside financial backing that's the other thing they're, they're, this is probably all out of pocket. So a name is probably the least other thing. Think about every game console that ever was coming out, and then there were like the secret name, like what I think the GameCube was secretly Nintendo Dolphin. That was their oh, code yeah. name. I forgot all about and that. And the Wii was like the Nintendo Revolution. This might be their code name. And then once they are finally done, I hope it's their code name. Yeah, I think it's their code name. And once they're finally done, they'll 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 launch an actual name that people can actually be proud of saying <laughs> but let's, let, 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 let's say for a moment brime is uh gonna be something by spotify which is i think one of the mm-hmm. theories is that spotify and brime it's yeah, one of the working theories um brime just doesn't sound like anything that goes with spotify like i wouldn't be like yeah i'm uh, yeah. i'm on brime connected it to my spotify like it just doesn't sound good, but the name itself is so yeah. bad that it, it makes it known. <laughs> like it may, it you know what? Like, it maybe that's what they're going for. It's one of those things where it's like it's so bad that it's good. <laughs> right. It sounds like a sulfuric volcanic rock, and I just want to yeah stay home. Run. Yeah, it's just like you know. But I'm going to say, if Brime does launch a platform, I personally am going to dip my toe in it. I would make an account on it because I'm going to tell you right now, this is what's going to happen. There's two things that are going to happen. One of these two. This is my prediction, my personal prediction. On the off chance that Brime does deliver on its promise from start and becomes a platform that gamers have been wanting for at least strongly the last, I want to say, three to four years. Um... It's going to kind of be like Amazon back in 1994. The people that took a chance and invested in it are like super rich right now. And the people that take a chance and stream on Brime, if Brime winds up being a legit competitor to Twitch quickly, 
those people that took the chance to stream on it are going to fly to stardom very fast, especially if they stick with their predicted subscriber to streamer income ratio, because the way they've got it planned out, it sounds good to me. It's kind of like you subscribe for $7. Yeah, that sounds like a lot, but it's like a bait, a flat rate. I think of like seven bucks and the streamer gets to keep $5. Ooh. That's already better than Twitch. That's because yeah, that's already Twitch more than everything 50 50. That's generous. That's a generous cut. And you better yeah, believe that's, day that's one, very generous. Day one, when they come out, I'm buying shares. I'm buying shares mm-hmm. so hard because if oh, they yeah. make in the way Twitch has, I will be on my boat <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> um, I got scared. Having a bite tie, just right. kicking it back. Brime. That'll Thank be you, the time you can be proud of. I bought shares of Brime. <laughs> <laughs> the next Amazon <laughs> or whatever. And I, 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 you know what? I think I think that Twitch is actually Amazon afraid of them. They yeah. should be because Twitch, any, any competitor that rises up right now should be considered a threat and taken seriously because Twitch... I don't want to use the word monopoly. Monopoly might be the wrong word, but you see where I'm going there. They they have a, a, a mm-hmm. foot in, in, in this in the in the on the ground here that even though they have their mistakes, they have a foothold that is very yeah. difficult to to move. And Twitch can yeah. make mistakes right now because of their popularity, because they're the go-to for all the everyone, yeah. no matter what the situation. So anyone can rise up and build their own new model think outside the box and come at Twitch and Twitch would have to counter that and change their model, which could hurt their model because they already have something that's working for them. Exactly. And if if Brian becomes a viable threat and especially since Twitch has made a big push about advertising esports or playing esports on the channel, if Brian winds up offering something that's more appealing to the esports crowd, that would be a huge, huge push for them. And if they offer it at, I don't know, I don't know, like what kind of business arrangements they have, whether those people pay Twitch for their time. I'm thinking like if Brian was like, hey, you know, you're paying Twitch $100,000 a year to play your content. We'll do it for 50,000. Right. Yeah, it's it's a a partnership for sure. And I think it's a partnership that uh, is going to be very difficult and will take years to for whoever comes up to compete against Twitch to possibly compete with on that level because it it will definitely take a hell of a streaming service to Mm -hmm. take Twitch out of partnership with esports. That's not going to be an easy thing to do. Um, Yeah. So I look forward to what the next few years in streaming has to offer, the next 10 years that has to offer. It's going to be exciting, but it's going to be a shit show to watch. It's going to be like watching a thriller drama series on Netflix. You don't <laughs> yep, exactly. You're going to be sitting here trying to chuck down your popcorn and just be like, what's going to happen next? Good oh, Lord. It's, it's going to, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad, but it's going to, it's going to be so, so, so good. But <laughs> I definitely want to hear your guys' thoughts on this. What do you guys think? Do you think Twitch is actually scared of Brime? Do you think Brime has the potential to become the next juggernaut? Uh, over years and overrun overrun Twitch I mean on the flip side if Prime comes and nothing happens and they don't go anywhere it's not really a loss to anybody 
it might be a sad, you know, balloon deflating disappointment. But I think because everyone, Brime is already at rock bottom because there's already so many people that don't have faith in it. So they really can't disappoint. <laughs> they really can't disappoint. I relate, and and that's actually a good place to be to, to be for them. Because all they can do is go up from here. That that's all they can do. Because so many people are already expecting it to fail. That all they can do is be better. And if they fall off the rocks, all everyone's going to say is, "Ha, we knew it. Told you so." Yeah. But with Mixer, Mixer really was a big letdown because they had already done everything and you know gave these streamers this false sense of a new home. And a lot of them are starting over. And you know they're they're just. That's what I'm saying. Like gamers are just kind of getting thrown around. There's abandonment issues there for sure. For now, definitely abandonment issues. Definitely abandonment issues and trust issues as well. Because Twitch is the hardest place to grow. It mm-hmm. Is by far the hardest and not exactly the friendliest place no. to grow. Um. So when you and and I, I'm so I, I also wonder and this is just like a minor thing I wonder if they got rid of Dr. Disrespect because Ninja became a free agent they were like well if we get rid of the person that called Ninja out maybe Ninja will come back <laughs> and he didn't I, he went I, to YouTube I refuse to believe that Ninja Shroud and Dr. Disrespect are not friendly with each other outside of the typical the, online the personas. personas and competition that they have yeah, yeah. I mean, it's already known. Like Shroud and Doctor Disrespect are actually really friends. Like they're actual friends right. in real life. So, so you know, all of this stuff happening, I think, is just Twitch trying to show that they've got big balls and they're the big fish in the sea in the terms of live streaming. But they don't realize they're also still a niche. Everybody in the world knows YouTube. Well, we'll say ninety percent of the people in the world know YouTube. Not everybody knows Twitch. No. So. You know, they're they're trying to become the next YouTube. And I think if they keep doing what they're doing, they're going to shoot themselves in the foot with their own gun. And they're going to wind up being a platform that they don't want to be. Right. And, it, and they're they're so, walking a thin line here with, let's say Dr. Disrespect does make his own or go to another service. They got to think of the millions of followers he has, too. Are they going to stay mm-hmm. with Twitch or are they going to go with him? And my best yeah, bet is because I'm going to tell you right now. Business is business, and if he still brings in the numbers, those sponsors, new sponsors, whatever, they're going to want to catch in. They're going to want to cash in on that. They're going to want to cash in on that. They're going to be coming back and being like, hey, okay, so remember when we cut that check from you? How about we pretend that never happened? Because his followers being in the dark, that's not going to hurt him. In the right. eyes of followers, because they're going to be like, well, we don't know what he did wrong. So as far as we know, Twitch, you were just being unfair. So a year from now, we'll see him on uh, the Jimmy Kimmel show again or late night with mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel, whatever. And uh, <laughs> making his making just his jokes, <laughs> doing, doing, doing what he does, being Dr. Disrespect. But guys let us know your thoughts you can hit us up on the facebook page let us know what you think about the dr disrespect band hit us up on the twitter and that's right i said on the twitter at the gz chop chop shop <laughs> after i realized i said on the twitter i'm like gosh hey guys hit us up on the internet <laughs> how old am i gosh <laughs> hit us up on all ye old internet 
but no let us know your thoughts let us know what you think about the future of streaming how do you feel as a streamer do you feel things are going in a good direction do you think things are going in a, a bad direction but let us know your thoughts also the patreon special offer to nab yourself our one-year anniversary gz chop shop pin will end this saturday so if you have not checked out our patreon page make sure you go there and check it out you guys are going to want to get these pins these are custom-made pins by our friend soulbound leather if you guys have seen some of the posts she does some amazing stuff so you guys are going to want to get these pins you're going to want to grab them up i already got mine you know i'm gonna i'm gonna be showing that pin everywhere <laughs> nice but before we get out of here Warners, do you want to let everybody know where they can find you so they can talk to you directly? Yeah, absolutely. You can definitely find me uh, at twitch.tv backslash Warners, just as it's spelled. And uh, I'm working on YouTube that'll be more uh, public uh, pretty soon. Uh, so I hope to see you guys there in the future. But until then, uh, you can always reach me through Itachi as well. All right. Guys, once again, so happy to be back. Thank you for joining us for the season three premiere. And we will catch all of you wonderful people on the next episode. Stay safe out there, everybody. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or ACAST for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.